to prepare today, and uh, please forgive me if I cry. Um, I want to miss my friend so much. Friday mornings will not be the same. Doug would always come round every Friday morning and we'd have a whinge about the world and we'd put the world to rights because we know everything. <laughs> and he'd go on his way to Rima to bless our brothers and sisters in the radio community and the listeners online. And I'm sure the folks at Rima will miss him greatly. And yeah, as I say, Friday mornings won't be the same. Every day won't be the same. I feel deeply for Rosina, young David, and I know you all grieve with the family and we all grieve together as a church because that big teddy bear of a guy is our brother in the Lord. And my friends, if we don't rejoice today, we don't rejoice today and sing praises to our Heavenly Father that our brother is with Jesus Christ, if we don't rejoice, we are lying. Jesus in you is the hope of glory, yes? Absolutely. And it hurts. It hurts, doesn't it, because we're here. We're here in this sinful world that we are passing through. We don't belong here. We belong where our brother is right now. We belong with our Lord Jesus. And one day... God's precious word tells us we will all be together. We will all see the Lord. And this pain, this pain will be gone. Praise Jesus. What is sad, my brothers and sisters, are those we know and love. And the community in which we live are where God has placed us, who we care for and we love deeply. We love this little town, don't we? What is sad, brothers and sisters, are those who don't know the Lord Jesus. That is what we should grieve for. As I say, it's been tough to prepare this and <laughs> I wanted to change what I had to say today and I sought the counsel of a dear friend who's a retired Presbyterian minister and I love him dearly and he gave me some sound sage advice he said what I've just said to you just now rejoice in the Lord always again I say rejoice Satan the enemy has sharpened his weapons and his battle armaments are ready and firing are they not do you not see him every day kicking his heels Profaning the name of Christ everywhere we see. We are at war. I'm going to say it every time I'm here. Now, Robin's just handed you post-it notes and pens. I hope you've all got one. My challenge to you, everybody here, is a bit of a Sunday school thing that you used to do when we were kids. After the message, take those post-it notes home, place them somewhere where you're going to see them every day. Guys... Stick them on your shaving mirror. <laughs> Ladies, put them on your beauty mirror where you do your makeup. None of you need that anyway because you're all gorgeous. Put it somewhere where you're going to see it every day. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, put it in your man shed, whatever. <laughs> 
My challenge to you is this. After the Holy Spirit blessing his word today and how the Holy Spirit touches your heart today, I want you to write on there, Jesus is for you. Jesus is whatever you want to say. So, seatbelts on, buckle in, hold on tight. <laughs> Here we go. Today we're talking about the supremacy of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus first. Jesus first and foremost. I watched a video a while ago. Denzel Washington does a wonderful chat and it is heartwarming and touching and froth and bubble gum and candy floss. But it's about putting God first. He never talks about Jesus. Brothers and sisters, whenever you talk about Jesus, everything changes. The supremacy of Jesus, put simply, is Jesus is God and there is no other. Nothing can compare or even come close to the Lord Jesus Christ. He is supreme overall in all things, in all persons, in all heavens, in earth and under the earth. He is God and there is none else. Amen? This is essential when reading God's precious word, this awesome book that God's given us to guide us, teach us, encourage us, admonish us. Lift our spirits when we're down. Help us to praise his holy, precious name. This book is inspired. It is his inspired word. 2 Timothy 3.16. It is God-inspired. It is God's inspired revelation to us that we have sinned. We have, like I said last time I spoke to you, we willfully break God's law. Willfully. Period. No debate. We have sinned. Thereby doing that, we have broken the relationship between God and us. But it is also revealed to us through his precious word, though we had no hope of restoration whatsoever, we cannot save ourselves. God has reconciled, he has bought us back with the most precious price imaginable, he has brought mankind back to himself in and through the person of Jesus Christ. This is the central point of our faith. The life, death and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Satan tries to convince the world that the pursuit of material gain is of the utmost importance. It is one of his greatest deceptions that the pursuit of the other, the other things in life, should be the first things in our life, i.e. the things that take the place take the place of he who should be supreme in our life. Satan seeks to twist the definition of gender, for instance, very popular now. Well, my Lord tells me something totally different in his precious word. He perverts the God-ordained balance between man and woman. 
the pure, loving relationship, the beauty of the oneness in marriage, the denial of the fact of the creation itself. God's word said he spoke it and it was. No debate, brothers and sisters. In verse 16 of our text, tells us, by him, Jesus Christ, all things were created. Jesus, present at the creation. Satan saves his greatest efforts in the deception that Jesus Christ was not God, was not resurrected, and is not sufficient to save. This is born out of the very word antichrist, not anti-spirit, not anti-God, not even anti-holy, but anti-Christ. A great way to discern and recognise false teachers and false religions is by their denial of who Jesus Christ is. Brothers and sisters, we must guard ourselves against any teaching that denies Jesus Christ or limits him to be just a good man or an angel or a good teacher or just a prophet or anything less than God in the flesh, fully God and fully man. For example, Muslims teach that Jesus was a man, a teacher, a miracle worker even, but a messenger of Allah, a prophet, but not God. Judaism teaches Jesus was a real man, Mary's son even, a rabbi, a popular teacher, but not the Messiah, definitely not resurrected, and absolutely and definitely not God. The Baha'i faith claim all religions and all faiths have been revelations by messengers of God of which Jesus, they group him in with one of them. They group him in with Buddha and Muhammad and Krishna and all the other isms you want to think about. Buddhism teaches that Jesus was an enlightened man. This is the man that gave Buddha is brain. <laughs> How blasphemous can you be? A wise teacher, or even a holy man, but nothing more than just a man. The JWs blaspheme our Lord by saying he's a, he was created, or was an archangel. Even worse, the Mormons, Jesus was a brother of Satan. And that Satan and Jesus are spirit brothers. Does that get you angry? This is my precious Lord and Saviour. Your precious Lord and Saviour, I hope. Colossians 1.15, the phrase of the firstborn of all creation, is immediately followed by by him all things were created, in heaven, on earth, visible and invisible, thrones, dominions, rulers and authorities. All things were created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. No Jesus, you and I would just fly apart. There would be nothing. Jesus is the keystone of everything that exists, lives, breathes and has its being. 
This tells us that Jesus being firstborn was meant to communicate the preeminence and high authority and importance, not literally born or created first, as some such as the JWs have chosen to believe. Scripture teaches us that he was not created, he is the creator. Christ is the head of the church, God's children. Christ is Lord over the heavens, the earth, over the church, over death, over everything. Finally, we arrive to verse 19. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. Colossians 2.9, Paul again states this truth with these words. For in Christ... All the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. Essentially, Jesus is God. Period. No debate. Praise hallelujah. Yeah? Woohoo! Because Jesus is God, he was able to reconcile to himself all things by making peace by the blood of his cross. Brothers and sisters, just think about the cross for a moment. Just think about what Jesus went through for you. I cannot cannot face a day without thinking about what my Lord did for me. And we joke sometimes and say, God's got a great sense of humour. I'll tell you what. I reckon all of heaven went, what? Him? You're going to let him in? The very fact that each and every one of us has been reconciled to Jesus Christ because of what he did is the greatest miracle ever. It is is unfathomable to me. That the God of all glory, that by the word of his power, spoke everything into existence and then it turned its back on him loved me so much that he would die for me and that he would die for you. I wish I was one of those grand orators that could just stand up and speak without getting emotional. It it is so tough to hold it in. Brothers and sisters, because our sin was against an infinite God, Our sin against him is an infinite offence. For this infinite offence to be made right, the payment or sacrifice had to be infinite. It is not possible that we trust our salvation to another created being or just a man who is bound by space and time. The book of Hebrews tells us it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats, to take away sins. Because our infinite offence is also impossible for us to be good enough to earn God's favour, to pay our own sin, to save ourselves, which pretty much is what the world tries to do all the time. I'm a good man, I've ticked the box, I'm doing my 12 steps, I'm doing whatever. Every other religion on the planet is a to-do list to work to a goal, to achieve enlightenment or whatever. 
There is nothing you, me or anyone on this planet can do to save ourselves because Jesus is the only one possible to pay that price. To not believe in the supremacy and divinity of Christ leaves us hopelessly lost. The book of Romans tells us all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. All. Romans also tells us the wages of our sin is death. But, and I'll tell you what the buts in scripture blow my socks off. The free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Amen. In John 14, 6, Jesus declares, I am the way. I am the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Only Jesus is sufficient to reconcile us to God. My dear family, my brothers and sisters at Wingham Baptist Church, we are not here to prove to anybody that we have a monopoly on God and that everyone else, whatever label they've got on their church door, are wrong. If you have bent your knee and you've repented to the Lord Jesus Christ of your sin and you've accepted him as your saviour and your Lord, I don't... I was going to swear for a minute. <laughs> I don't care what the label is outside your church door. You are my brother and my sister in Christ. And we've all got our funny foibles and funny little <laughs> theological beliefs, if you like. But have you ever met a biological family where every brother and sister is the same, clones of each other, exactly the same? So why should we all be the same? Is that not logical sense? let alone spiritual sense, for crying out loud. We are not here also to be religious bigots or religious elites even. The only reason we are here is because we are forgiven sinners, yes? We should be crying out to a lost and dying world to repent and believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. God's word tells us there is salvation in no one else. There is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Acts 4.12 Jesus is the beginning and the end. Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the author and the perfecter of our faith. He is the bread of life. He is the good shepherd. He is our great high priest. He is Emmanuel, God with us, King of kings, Lord of lords, the Lamb of God, the light of the world, the Lord of all, the Messiah, our rock, our wonderful counsellor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father and the Prince of Peace. Amen. These are the reasons that we are commanded to have no other God before him. God is just trying to protect us from ourselves by driving us towards the only one who is truly worthy of our allegiance and our worship. Christ is more important than the NRL. Christ is more important than soccer and cricket and power and the rule over others and your rapid promotion or the approval of other people or the pursuit of pleasure or the newest technology or your money or the wonderful retirement you dream of having 
or the pursuit of a husband or a wife, etc., etc. In regards to the supremacy of Jesus Christ and its implications in our life, I'll close with a word of scripture because sometimes I think all we need to do sometimes is just come here, read God's word and go home because then everything is perfect in what we've done. God's word is totally perfect, totally accurate, totally true and totally relevant for today. Philippians 2, chapter 6, verse 6 to 11 says this, Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God as a thing to be grasped at. But he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, the death on the cross. And if you ever do pick up King James and read one and you find a therefore, read the previous verses because you need to find a therefore, what it's there, where, therefore. God has highly exalted him because of that, because of what he did, because of Jesus Christ's obedience. God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Jesus is supreme Amen.